0: to another episode of block talk i'm your host as always michael block if you love the podcast make sure you subscribe or listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode leave a five-star review while you're there and as always follow me on instagram threads and tiktok at michael block talk on twitter slash x at block talk nyc and visit theaterthenow.com for its news reviews and interviews. The first Drag Race superstar of Mexico has been crowned as one of the strongest top fours in the franchise, history. Battle It Out. So who will be wearing an Amped Accessories original on their head? It's time to find out as we discuss all things Drag Race Mexico. And with me are Missed America, Frida Kulo and the man behind Amped Accessories, Devin. Hello! Hola! Hey, girl, hey! um i don't have a tiara like the two of you have like pretty tiaras and i don't have one that's really unfair i feel very left out here
1: mm-hmm.
0: what's it like wearing a crown
1: frida um you have to have lots of pins <laughs> because you want to make sure it's secured and you have to be very delicate with them just because some of them are not created equally and as 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 a uh, great quality as others
0: that's mm-hmm. fair um, I know Amps Accessories is great quality jewelry because I have a couple Amps Accessory originals, right, Devin? Like you
2: might. You might have a piece or two or three. Yeah, I got Not two. I got
0: okay, cool ones. <laughs> um now Frida mentioned the need for um pins. Do you like build in places to put the pins? Are you like, fuck that, they'll figure it out?
2: I put little links around the inside of the bottom so they can hairpin right into it. And then I've put links going up the back of the crown sometimes if they're doing big hair so they can pin the hair up to the the crown as well.
0: How thoughtful.
2: How sweet. That's what mine I'm a
0: giving.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Three of yours has that. Yeah, uh, the Lady Liberty one doesn't, but this one does nice nice
0: well we're going to talk about the crown a little bit first off drag news of the week drag race uk5 the uk huns are here i have not had time to look at them at all but um caramel is on and that's all we care about so we're very happy that she finally made it uh have either of you looked at the cast yet i know you've both been very busy so i understand if you have not Mm -hmm, I have Anyone you mean that there's time? a series of Drag Race? Normally, there's only one at a
1: time. <laughs> no, there's
0: not. <laughs> this is not like 2020. <laughs>
3: I'm
0: not even joking about that. That's that's sad to think about. Like 2020, we were fine. We only had like one a month. Oh god,
1: good times, good times.
0: Uh, free to anyone you're excited for.
1: For in which cast? UK five. Um, I haven't uh really registered what their names are. <laughs> I just I just saw the little teaser trailer. Didn't see anything else.
0: All right. Well, we'll get there, friends. There's a lot of drag race happening and we will talk about it. Uh first off, pronunciations. I apologize. Um by by drag race mexico like 15, I'll be back at knowing Spanish perfectly again. <laughs> but before I begin, I must leave this disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us. The reality of introduction we are showing the editing of the television show wants to see. We react to what's presented. Yes, they real really been gone on to go on television and share the crap, but they've also themselves in a position to discuss what's said on the podcast. We are entertaining to discuss reality of the show. Okay. Drag Race Mexico, I'm going to say, way, way better than many first fran- first year franchises. This was a good. Season. Frida, did you have a lot of Mexican pride watching this?
1: Oh, a thousand percent. I really, really enjoyed the season.
0: Did you know any of the cast prior to the season starting?
1: Yes, I remember uh, hearing about Galavaro. I knew about Christian Peralta, uh, Regina Boche, and I think that was it. Oh, I'm uh, Pixie. Mm hmm.
0: Mm-hmm um i mean I, you can tell us uh yes or no but will any of them ever make an appearance out of your drag brunches
1: um actually maybe i'm so the-
0: exciting
1: yeah. we're still trying to figure out the logistics on that so just keep your eyes out well, that's very exciting mm-hmm.
0: um now Devin, we're going to talk to you a lot about the crown and scepter in your process a little later on once we get the full reveal um when the pit crew brings it out um but When you got the call to know that you were doing Drag Race Mexico, did you know that color was the Mexican flag colors were going to be a part of the crown?
2: They, when we were talking about it, they didn't specifically ask for it, but the general brief was that they're just like we wanted to definitely say Mexico but use your interpretation of that oh god that's so it's it's, which it yeah it it took me a few attempts on this one for sure because it's like not sitting right like you you want the vibe but you yeah it's a it's it's kind of challenging but they they were thrilled with with it so
0: let's go through this episode no one went home it is a final form rohina continues to share that she is a witch and she predicted it would be the three stars plus Matraka, who says she earned christian says she was suffering watching them as Gata says she didn't want anyone to leave and Gata goes on to say that Matraka is part of her story and journey and the family she made there Rahina will get emotional saying that all four of them deserve to be there they're all so proud of each other they've been working in clubs for years their feet hurt and christian knows this is her moment and will embrace it with all of her heart and that was a confessional that sealed the victory, and like we didn't even do, need the rest of the episode. We we're like, "Duh, she's gonna win." Mm-hmm. Um, Frida, what did you think about this top four?
1: Uh, you know what? These were the top four that I had predicted. I for Regina, I didn't know if, whether she was gonna make it for sure because mm-hmm. uh, she gives you like such classic drag that I wasn't sure if they were gonna be able to appreciate it. But I definitely did expect uh, these to be in the top.
0: Yeah. Now, obviously, Volce, we all knew from Queen of the Universe. Devin, how does it feel knowing that you single-handedly got Queen of the Universe cancelled forever? Welcome. Uh... <laughs> so, for those who don't know, Devin was in the audience for a taping for Season 2. So, you got to experience something that I dreamed of experiencing. Um, yeah, thanks. I
2: was, yeah, I was there for the semi- Finals mm-hmm. episode, and if you if you go, go like pretty slow on how you watch, I'm right beside Mel B, like at the table right next okay, to her. That. Okay, that's, that's I I'm would sitting. say I'll go wait,
0: watch. Wait. okay I don't think I can watch it in America anymore. I think it's scrubbed from our existence completely. So,
2: but it's Very on. Easy. It's on another app now, isn't it?
0: Not in America. We can't watch it on while. WoW Presents Oh. Plus. Yeah. So Canada, really is, be- Canada is better than. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Um, but you got to see Taiga Brava perform the winner, who is also from Mexico. Frida, do you expect Taiga Brava to be <laughs> uh, this next season, or is she going to be a guest judge?
1: I think I would love to see her as a guest judge. Yeah. I think it'd be fabulous.
0: Yeah, I, I too. I am a big fan of hers. I mean, she technically has already made an appearance. She was in Gala's uh, vi- uh, video during the reunion.
1: That's true. I did see that.
0: All right, it is finale day. The sisters worked hard, but it's not over yet. What do they think will happen in the finale? Will there be a lip sync smackdown or an elimination? Anything can happen. All they know is they don't want any more sewing. Could you imagine having a sewing challenge in the finale? That would be the biggest twist in Drag Race history.
1: I think the the two most nerve-wracking kind of challenges to have right before the finale would be uh, makeover and sewing. Yeah.
0: Devin, how are you at uh, sewing? I could do it if I had to. I'm not
2: skilled, but my mom actually taught me sewing growing up. Explains Mm -hmm. a lot, probably. Um, So I I could do the basics, like do a straight stitch. Zippers might be a little tough, but I could do it.
0: So you would get into the workroom and say, I'm just making an entire jewelry-based costume, and you're going to just love it.
2: Yeah, I'll have my travel jewelry kit with me, and I can just build anything.
0: That's yeah. your entire weight limit. For
2: your,
0: for your, <laughs> wait, I'll just wear the same
2: little black dress and just change up the colored accessories. There it That's is. That's how it works.
0: That's how it works. You go. know what? Honestly, I mean, there's a queen here in New York. Everyone knows her. If you don't know who Busted is, you got to know her. But I just want someone like Busted to get on Drag Race and wear the same look every runway, just for the comedy of it. Could you imagine that happening? That would be so funny. I'm here for it. Okay. look, well, yeah. RuPaul, if you're listening, we're going to make it happen. All right. The alarm sounds time to find out what is next. And Valentina will give the final video message and will include a poem that only Gala recognizes because allegedly she is the most cultured. Las Galandrinas is a traditional Mexican song that is sung when someone leaves the nest. And she says the show is a nest in which many things were created. and Now they're leaving. Brita, were you familiar with this one? I was. Yes. Okay, so the other three are just dumb. They didn't know? No, they said they didn't know it. They they didn't no, understand it's
1: it. A classic. It's a classic song. Okay.
0: Valentina arrives alongside Lolita wearing all silver. I may or may not have the same jacket as Lolita. Um, I think hers is a little shorter and smaller than mine, but um, I do have a, a silver biker jacket. Valentina says they have a big maxi challenge, but a friend is there to tell them. And by there, the video screen beca- because th- this is a legend that they couldn't bring to set because hashtag budget right like they're th- th- she's too expensive yeah the video screen turns on and it's talia and she says she's in love with what they're doing and says they're amazing she warns them that they're about to face the biggest challenge of their lives as they will be lip-syncing to a quien la importa by the woman herself is this a big song for her it's
1: a we- huge song huge song
0: and we're, we're going to talk about a little bit about how this song fits into other drag race three later on in this episode. Um, but is that the song you would have picked for uh, Talia lip sync?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Well, if I wanted to for myself, yes, because I know I know the song already. If you wanted a challenge, Arrasando is probably the hardest song in Spanish to lip sync to to the point that I don't even know if Talia performs it live because it is so fast.
0: Mm hmm. Bear. Any chance she'll be on the season next season?
1: Mm, maybe I could definitely see her as a judge.
0: We'll see. Yeah. Dallas says that her song is an anthem in their community. And before they perform, they will join Lilisa and Valentina to talk about their experiences, then work on the choreography with the category on the runway being my best drag. Full full day. And they're gonna run down the prizes once again. It includes Five hundred fifty thousand pesos a year supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills and a crown and scepter from Man's Accessories. Um, I know you're a very big humble bitch, but does it? Get, do you get excited hearing your name every time it's said? It's different.
2: <laughs> there, there were some unexpected times in this season. I was not planning to hear it, but mm-hmm. little, little fun note. Amp was not supposed to be promoted in the intro.
0: And it's in every single one of the three that were brand new.
2: I Well, I haven't watched all of the intros or anything, but it was something that was
0: not caught by
2: production. And yeah, it was I caught quoted. it for you.
0: Um I, It's on Germany too, so you, you're there. You're yeah. every fucking episode. It says Antic accessories. I am like,
2: not going is. to be upset about it,
0: <laughs> right? Why would you be? That's free marketing. Um, yeah, but I love it. it. Just I'm- was
2: not. That was yeah. just definitely not in our agreement. So I was like, I'll take it. Cool.
0: Thanks. Yeah, I mean, congratulations. <laughs> it's it's a big deal. We are going to talk about the little chats they have and. They do it in montage form and go person by person. I'm going to do it a little differently. We're, gonna, we're going uh, to go person by person as opposed to the montage. Um, so first up is Garavaro. Before we discuss it though, this segment was clearly sponsored by Sprite, right?
1: I mean, the amount of sips that were taken. Um, was there anything in those models?
0: <laughs> Ask Matraca, I think there was. I think she was about to pee afterwards. Um do either of you care for sprite
1: uh it's all right i'll be honest uh i grew up drinking seven up in mexico okay. Like that's a thing. like whenever you have like a tummy ache you put a little bit of mycena which is like cornstarch with seven up and that helps like with your with any stomach problems
0: hmm. i feel like the only time i have sprite nowadays is if it's in a mixed drink oh.
2: otherwise I, i'm I, like
3: I, just the, go away the, the,
2: family family fancy drinks for dinners was like regular like cranberry juice you put sprite or seven up into it to make it mm-hmm. real fancy cuz that's when i would drink it
0: yeah so. um but yeah i was not expecting sprite to just be there but between levis and sprite um clearly there's some money coming into this franchise which is great we love that got to shares that she is a mix of emotions happy nervous excited scared Valentina will ask her if she has much more to show them in the finale, and Gala says yes, as every time she feels like she can't handle it anymore, she manages to do it so she always wants to improve. It's been a wonderful experience and will then suck up to the host by saying that she hopes to be as famous as them one day, calling them big stars that inspire her. Of course she was going to say that. Only her. They tell her that they were really taken by her drive while she was there. And Gala says that she came there to stay. She knows that she found a weak part inside of her that wants to be big enough. So when she tells her parents, they won't care about what she does. But what about what she has been able to accomplish? Will she tell them? She gets teary as she says she doesn't know if she's strong enough. She doesn't want to break their hearts. And Valentina tells her that they have so much love and respect inside of us that we don't want to embarrass them but Lolita tells her she thinks she has to do it from a place of great dignity because what she does is full of dignity Frida can you talk about the queer experience in Mexico and and when it comes to family that experience
1: um well for me personally uh, I come from like a small town and I didn't have anyone else that I could really relate or connect to um At my age, or the only one person I remember is, um, there was someone that was a very feminine that was still married, um, but it was always like the butt of the joke, and there's just because it's so based in religion and it's it's so um, like the center of tradition and culture, uh, in that area where I grew up in, I just was afraid to come out. In fact, Mm -hmm. um. Not all of my family knows that I do drag. Uh, it wasn't until recently. Um, and I have I've, and because I won Missed America, I had cousins and like aunties reach out to me and, and even uncles congratulating me.
0: That's amazing. And so you you feel like your story kind of is in some of these characters this season.
1: Yeah, a thousand percent. I mean, for, for a long time I didn't come out uh until I was 21. And then even then when I was doing drag, I'm like, oh, I, I can't tell them right away.
0: Yeah. Well, Devin, was it hard for you when you came out as a drag queen?
2: Not necessarily. It's but I guess I'm the type that I don't feel that it's something I have to advertise to everybody, like down in my whole family. I'm just like it it's not important to me for them to know. So no. I, I guess I'm the opposite. I was like, you know what? It's not a big deal.
0: So Yeah. A little different in Canada, I guess. Lolita tells Gata that she is a great artist. She tells her personally when she came out of the closet, her dad told her, you are my son. I don't care. I love you. I just want to know you will not come home dressed as a woman. It was 20 years ago. Plot twist. Now her dad is the biggest fan of Lolita Banana. She wishes that same thing for Gata. It was really cool to hear Gala's story and talking to them. Um, but when I watch these uh, little chats every time in the finale, I'm always like, okay, are we learning something new? Are we wrapping up a plot line or are we setting up a winner? This is a wrap up of a plot line. There was no way from this Gala was winning. Yeah. With Rahina, Valentina notes that she is much more than just a singer, while Alita says it was a pleasure to see her on stage, as she, as her experience and nerve were evident. Rahina says that there is so much more for her to learn, but she learned so much while there. She will end the year now knowing how to sew and do hair. She shares that she wants to be flexible in her drag and not pigeonholed in 80s style. No one had told her that until Valentina. So Lolita will ask her if there is more pressure on her because of her career and what people and her family expects from her. Rena says that she has put some pressure on herself, even though she says she believed she knew all it wasn't like that. She says that the viewers may go hard on her and go really because they have seen her on stage and know she became a monster, but believing those expectations from them and having her own self expectations could have harmed her and she wouldn't be there. She may have been more artistic, had she may have more artistic experience in years than her peers, but that doesn't mean she's the best. Valentina will tell her that the truth is she is on drag race and she is a star. Rahina will thank them for believing in her, saying that the nicest thing is when someone believes in you. And please note that when she was saying this, there was a single tear flowing down her cheek. How cinematic. Valentina tells her she hopes that she can feel the love of all the girls who admire and love her as she supported them with all her love and affection. She's their hot mama. Now, I was obviously a big Regina Voce stand before this started because I loved her on Pain of the Universe. Um, I personally still think she got a bad rap and Valentina just did not like her classic drag. But again, there was no way she was winning after this conversation. This was basically thanks for playing. You're really good at what you do. You've done, had a long career, but you try again next time. Yeah. Did you feel bad for Regina the past couple episodes? Because you could tell she was down and out. She knew it was over.
1: I think um, when they're telling you the same feedback over and over, of like it's a it's a matter of ha- of your aesthetic and and the your sense of style uh, you can only do so much when you are limited with the package that you brought already. Yeah. Well, so I could, I could see how she might be fe- feeling, you know, a little apprehensive about the situation and just maybe down in, in her spirits.
0: Yeah. Devin, do you think having experience on another reality show, the same producers essentially is an advantage or do you think that between Queen of the Universe and Drag Race are just two completely um, different beasts mm,
2: I well like i'm sure there's a lot of similarities i guess we don't see all the behind the scenes on sure. both but i think mentally it's probably a, just a different experience because one they're they're basically exclusively to be singing the mm-hmm. other one is like the full package and singing is not the focus right. of it for gregory so i don't like it's i don't think it hurts but
0: and what's it's... crazy the two times that she's saying she didn't get praised for it which is infuriating but whatever valentina you have your thing whatever moving over to Mataraka, she will bring her chat by being asked what it was like growing up lgbt in guanajota she says it was a very catholic area she says people tend to be conservative and says leaving the town completely changes your mind She says before she didn't know the difference between trans, drag, and so on. It was a radical change. She'll mention the first time she went to a gay club and she was dancing. Then at midnight, a woman with a huge wig got on stage, started singing in the spotlight, and she said, that's what I want. She was intrigued by exploring femininity. Please note, Matraca will go from Sprite bottle to Sprite cup. I don't know if she was just very thirsty or if they asked you to hold both items but yes the product placement for matraka was very alive and well with this one Mm -hmm. um it's really interesting to have matraka as part of this quartet because she does represent the new age of mexican drag um and i think it's interesting to hear her perspective of growing up in a very conservative catholic area and then being exposed to it and being like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's cool. I want to try it. Um, is that a common thing in Mexico that you once you leave the small town and hit the big city, you get to actually see the world?
1: Yeah, because you're you get experiences from different walks of life. And so there's a sense of um freedom, uh, and you leave that persecution of small town life. Um uh Guanajuato is actually really close to um where I live, where my family's from, and I have family out there too. And it, there's still very much that small town feel unless you live to this leave and go to the cities.
0: Okay, geography lesson. Where is that in Mexico?
1: So, uh, Guanajuato is is close to Jalisco, and Jalisco, uh, like the famous two cities in Jalisco are Guadalajara, which is a state. Mm-hmm. I mean, the capital of of that state. And then uh, along the Pacific coast is Puerto Vallarta. So uh, Guanajuato is east of Jalisco. Okay. All
0: right. Devin, would you say that it's a similar thing that uh, the small towns of Canada, once you reach the big city, um, dare I say Calgary, then things change? (laughs) There's, yeah, like, I guess when you're growing up on
2: like a farm or a small town, you just, right. right. You You have a different work ethic, I think. At least that's from my perspective. And you just have a different view of things. So, like, I, as an example, like, I grew up on a farm 45 minutes from the main city. And it was normal for us to drive into town, get groceries, Mm -hmm. do what we do. And I would go in and like see my friends there. And I'd be like, hey, why don't you guys come out and like come to my place? They're like, oh, that's really far. So, why don't you come see us? And like it's the same distance so i guess it's <laughs> a different mentality of right. of things from like small town to big city and moving into the big city it's like there's just so many options and it is somewhat overwhelming yeah i mean you say 45 I mean,
0: minutes is a long time you could say 45 minutes going from queens to brooklyn and people are like no not doing that travel and it's literally miles <laughs> away yeah yeah Oh, man. Well, Lolita will ask Mataka about her knowledge of visual arts because she is eager to know where the Mataka concepts come from. She says that art and that cultural part comes from her, the men in her life. Her grandfather was a musician. Her dad was involved in the culture. So when she started doing drag, she already knew how she wanted Mataka to be. She says that everything she learned is being implemented at home. She has a nice, nice life because she worked for it. She says that anyone with a difficult family may say, I'm going to find a family on my own. Mataraka decided she didn't want to do that. She wanted to heal from her own home. Now, as Matraka fills up her cup with Sprite, Valentina tells her to never let anyone affect her authenticity or criticize her for anything. Matraka says that Drag Race taught her to be confident about what she does. She has been taught. And she can be a badass. This one's an interesting conversation because it's not a winner conversation, but it it leaves it open at least. Cause we had glimpses of this backstory. Uh, it was just never fully articulated until this moment. Um, obviously, Frida, um, Mithraka has, dare I say, become a fan favorite uh from the show.
1: Oh, absolutely. I she won. Uh, she did TikTok um fan <laughs> thing. she yeah. did
0: because as I went through the um the likes from Instagram last week she like you add the other three and you still didn't have the amount of votes that she did yeah um yeah, I think Matraca's journey was really beautiful because she did represent something different uh than the other three um do you feel that Valentina was threatened by her at all?
1: No, I think Valentina praised her. Like she really liked some of her looks because it it blended um, elements of keeping true to tradition and making it innovative in her looks. I don't think there was any any threat at all. Yeah.
0: Christian arrives. And right off the bat, as she is gulping, the sprite is asked about how Christian Peralta, a drag performer, queer family man, husband, has been able to keep her mental health despite being in situations that could be difficult in a country like Mexico. Christian says she represents the family side. Having a family gave her amazing emotional stability. She says having those bonds and that emotional support helps you a lot to face any attack from the outside. She has been judged. She has been laughed at, but when she wears heels, a wig and a makeup, it's not that she wants to be the most famous or the bitchiest. She's not looking for recognition. She says the only thing she asks for is work so she can provide for her daughter that, to have a better opportunity in life. She would love to keep her in a bubble, but that's impossible. She knows that someday people are going to ask her how she feels about her dad dressed as a woman, and she wants her to learn to reply with self-love so she can say, you know what? My father worked his ass off to give me my education in love. She says, love is love, period. Lolita calls her a role model and loves that the face that she does it with dignity and respect to the art and tells her she wants to watch an episode alongside Christian's daughter to see her face when she sees her on the runway kicking ass. Um, first off, Christian and the um family plot line. I think if you played a drinking game and watched the season um, as a whole, if you took a drink every time uh, she mentioned um, her wife and daughter, you you you, you might be dead.
1: Yeah, you'll have a good party. <laughs> Great party.
0: Um, do you think Lolita got a chance to watch the show with Christian and her daughter?
1: Like Lolita sit down and watch it? I don't think yeah. so. No, I think I think uh, they saw it together as a family, but not with Lolita included.
0: She has to be there, so I don't know. Maybe maybe you invite the host before they make the official final decision. <laughs>
1: We'll host we'll also view party and make some carne asada. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um Devin, do you think this is gonna
0: be the new trend to uh in order to win drag race to have a wife and child? That that's really playing the long game. It really is playing the long <laughs> game. <laughs> um start now, friends! No, I'm kidding. Um, but it's really amazing uh sorry to uh hear Christian be so proud and and confident. Um, Frida, is this a a lifestyle that does get mocked in Mexico?
1: So, I mean, when it comes to identities and like how, you know, you want to live your life in Mexico, being pansexual is one of those things that uh, even bisexual, a lot of people don't grasp or understand or, or, or uh, respect. And, even more when they're a family person and family values is a, is one of the characteristics of being Latin. Like it's, it's a core value. Anywhere you go, you hear about the big family parties, you have a million cousins. And so um, I think she struck the heart of lots of uh, viewers by, by talking about that being her ethos. And um, however, it, there's that sense of like, needing to protect family because of who i am
0: yeah yeah this was obviously results oriented we knew this was going to be a conversation that was going to lead to a victory um but it was a story we heard in almost every single episode and i think that's christian's story and, and she doesn't need anything else besides this yeah all right we have another special guest joining us faffy how are you
3: Hi, dear. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Of course. Well, we, we you're here on a very special episode because you're going to get to celebrate something um, uh, that you might have worked on on this episode, but we will get to it. Um, now, let's have you tell us a little bit about how you felt about the entire season as a whole. What did you think of the premiere season of Dragos Mexico?
3: Well, I'm excited Because it's the first one that we've had in Mexico and we've been waiting for it since forever. So I'm so happy that it finally happened. And I'm familiar with a couple of the girls that are on the cast. So I'm really happy that they were able to be um, part of the first season and that they got to showcase their talent. Um, I feel like. The storyline and everything that was happening, I really wasn't all that into it. Like I feel like it was lacking a lot of drama. That the like we see drag races over here in the West, like we see that drama, we live for it. So <laughs> we're kind of lagging lacking that drama that that I didn't get to see, and that's the only thing that I can maybe say on that.
0: Yeah, I will. I will say that I I was expecting some uh, spicy fights this season. Didn't exist. Frida, did you expect um, some untucked drama?
1: I did. Listen, if if, if they don't bring it, I will. <laughs>
0: you will bring it. I mean, listen. I know you. You're you're too sweet. You're not going to fight with anybody unless they really push your buttons.
1: No, uh, but I am one to like if something. Is wrong. I'm gonna call it out, and I'm very yes. You will. About it. Yeah. You.
0: Def- I know that about you. You'll definitely
1: yeah. that.
0: <laughs> All right. We are gonna continue on and talk about this stage where they're about to dance. Um, I can admit in this group, I am probably the worst dancer. Is there any who, who's the best dancer in this on this chat?
1: Probably Frida. <laughs> Maybe before the knee surgery. <laughs>
0: Um, I mean I, I saw some of your clips from your, your talent force. You, you did good. You did good.
1: Yeah. I I mean it wasn't too bad.
0: Now now Devin, when you uh do break out the razor to shave the face and, and do drag, um, how are you at the art of dancing?
2: Uh I would I would kinda right? kind of put it in as an example of a walrus in heat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Uh, so maybe I'm not the worst. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nelson is back to guide them through their choreography. He warns them up front that they are going to do something that's harder. He needs them to not give 100%, but 500% or 1,000%. Um, that's a lot. That's That sounds like too much work. I barely give 50% nowadays. Anyway, um, also, please note that the stage has some um, uh, mats on it so they don't scuff up that stage because, let's be real, they're going to be uh, having two more casts on that stage in the next couple weeks. Yep. I just still can't believe that they did not change the main stage at all for Brazil and Germany. It's the same fucking main stage. Same backgrounds, everything.
1: Listen, that's very typical of my Latin culture. Like we will celebrate someone's graduation, birthday, and baptism all in one. So that's typical. <laughs> <to us. laughs>
0: all right, that checks out. That checks out. All right, uh, who's ready for fun? They're going to begin with a lift. Yes, these four queens are about to get lifted for their lives. Um, how would y'all react
1: if you were told,
0: "Okay, we're going to do a lift in this choreography"?
1: I don't. I don't mind, but I. I want to choose my dancer. <laughs>
0: that's key because we're going to see someone who uh, wishes they chose a different dancer. Coffee. Mm-hmm. what
1: about you?
3: I mean, I'd be down to try everything once. I haven't done anything like that um, with the whole like, that intense, but I would always be down to try it. I think I'd probably be the one lifting though, because I feel like I'm stronger mm. and I'm heavy. So I'll be afraid that I'd fall or they'll drop me. <laughs>
0: yeah that that would be my concern as well um let's be real Th- these are these are four skinny bitches they, they were fine they were okay uh christian yeah. will say that she is always nervous about her weight um magata says that they're not overweight they're they just don't have the right conditions what a bitch love that bitch <laughs> now we're gonna watch the da- backup dancers demonstrate and there is a lot of fear but in a shocking turn of events, the dancer with Gada is the one who is struggling the most. In their first lift, Gata will hit him in the balls. Um, how how coincidental that Goda is the one who hits someone with balls. At, um,
1: at this point, that's her brand. It is literally. Yeah, her she brand.
3: always has something to do with balls. If there's if balls, then related to Goda. Yeah.
1: Always, always. I would have and proposed else- maybe to like, uh, you know what? Let's switch the roles and. We'll lift the big crew, uh, crew members instead. <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: Now Nelson says that he thinks the dancer is nervous to lift Gala, but it's just a matter of technique. Oh, and the weight and height. Gala is literally like a foot taller than this man. That being said, I will take this man. You don't have to lift me. I will just put you in my pocket. He was very cute. Oh my god, yeah. Um, yeah. Fine. Next, we get some dance moves. Um, even I was able to do that arm movement. Don't ask me to do the lower half at the same time, but I could do the upper half. That seems easy. That that was that was drag. Um, Devin, you know, you know the typical eight count of drag that happens in every drag show.
2: I, I know it. It doesn't mean I can do it.
0: No, I, I, of course, of course. Um, listen, <laughs> I, I the amount of times I watch the Stephanie Child children uh, do shows and do the same dances as each other, um, I started to learn it anyway to really encourage them nelson will have them each tell one another how they are doing in the choreo as they each perform alone christian performs first and gala says that maybe it's because she went first but seems a bit lost rahina will tell her that she thinks she has to adjust her posture rahina goes next and she will forget the choreo completely but taraka thinks maybe the lady is nervous as she is always trying to be perfect Gala will tell her that she should learn it um, and we're just having shady sister time Mataraka's turn and wow uh, a star but completely off she feels the pressure, Rohina will tell her that she has nice posture but she is not controlling her arms, Mataraka knows she's being a bit flabby and finally we have Gala, who is a badass, she is very sensual and they're going to joke that she should learn it, it as well despite getting it on the first try but Christian will tell her that she is out of rhythm as she is ahead of the music, Christian thinks she is always just trying to act like a whore else is going to tell them all that from a 1 to 10, they're all at a 2, maybe a 2.5. They need to rehearse and get it sticking in their head. If someone told me that amount of work was only a 2, I would be, thank you, I'm going to leave now.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: That's not encouragement. Yeah. How did you like this solo show class choreography moment?
1: Frida. I thought it was fine, but I thought that the, the the choreographer was a little too serious. Like, it was just like like making them each prove themselves and like to create a little bit of drama. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, no, calm down, girl. Like the it's not that complicated. They're drag queens. They love performing. Yeah, I think it was just like a bit, which which I love. Yeah. I love. I'm here for a bit. I think I would have maybe just as a contestant, maybe um. A little bit more fun into it, just to mess with the choreographer, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right,
0: uh, Fafi, what, what, what would you do if you were put on the spot? Would you um, be a little nervous?
3: It actually seemed to me it seemed like a real intense choreography, and like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't do choreography, so it just seemed real intense. My husband was sitting here next to me watching it, and he's like, "Would you do that? Like, if they asked, because one of my dreams is to be on that show, and." Uh, and my my husband was just looking at me he's like would you ever do that like that seems hard and I was just sitting there thinking like fuck it does seem hard <laughs> as <laughs> so I, I say know. on the podcasts
0: all the time before you get on the show learn all the things you know you're gonna do on the show
3: yeah uh, yeah definitely and it, the ones that are better at dancing obviously they struggled less so um mm-hmm. so yeah
0: Yeah, I kind of enjoyed this because getting feedback from your sisters is a little more personal than getting it from the choreographer. But that being said, uh, you don't know if your sisters are here to sabotage you. This is the finale. Like, why are they gonna be nice to you? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Miss Frida would sabotage. I know that about her. Uh (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, we're we're just gonna stay on the main stage because friends, it's time to get to the, the. finale we're not going to have a final moment in the workroom where the queens are going to commemorate their last day uh it's just time to find out who's going to get that crown our hostesses are there first valentina looks brilliant in a pink gown with the floral headpiece lolita's looking yellow yummy and yellow tool tool across the board and because it's only family oscar madrazo is literally sitting alone in vip <laughs> i would love to know your opinions on oscar this season because i feel like he's getting um a little bit of hate
1: Um, i'm gonna say this not necessarily hate but i know there was a survey that was put out just to kind of vote and evaluate on on the season um and that one of the questions was how you evaluated Lolita and Valentina as a host and if they would like to see them replaced by anyone else but there was never any mention of the guest judge being replaced and and honestly I would take him out of the equation and then put perhaps put Raga on this cast and I think that would be a beautiful like three queens that are all very Mm. different but celebrate culture in their own way
0: interesting interesting Fafi what about you did you enjoy the Oscar what did you think
3: Yeah, before he appeared on the show, I had never even heard of this guy. And so I was like, who? Like, I think there's a few people that would be more fitting um, than him. Maybe, like, someone like, Uh, Pepe Teo or someone who's more like an influencer has more followers on YouTube. Cause like I said, I really wasn't familiar with the guy. I didn't even know who he was. So I also heard a rumor. I heard a cheese man online that supposedly Valentina, like she unfollowed all the girls on Rupaul, like the ones that from this season that she just unfollowed them and even production. So I guess she's not coming back for next season. That's the rumor at least.
0: Interesting. Well, we're going to have to do some investigation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, obviously, we, it was fun, family only, and I I had mentioned like earlier we had Talia uh, in in the video. Is there a possibility she was supposed to join them in person and something happened and she couldn't?
3: She should have. She should have. That would have been like an epic moment because you know it's the finale. They want mm-hmm. something big in RuPaul's Drag Race. They always get you shoot like a video with RuPaul, and that's like their big moment. So if she would have been there, like that would have been iconic
0: yeah now Devin if you ever got to be a judge on Drag Race I feel like of the the four of us here uh, you have the closest chance of that ever happening Um, would you be a nice judge I I
2: always try to find positive no matter what they're bringing and I do try to keep my opinions like my personal opinions to myself about it but sometimes it's just bad and you gotta tell them
0: (laughs) that's true That's true All right, we're going to begin with the music video, then discuss the runways and the critiques. A Quien Le Importa? This is essentially almost a a loving remake of Thalia's music video, which is a cover of a song by the Spanish pop rock band, Alaska y Dinarama. And for those who may not know, did you know that the end of every episode of Drag Race España Lyrics from this song are used as Supreme Deluxe's sign-off. The multiverse of drag races closing in on itself. Hmm. Um. I obviously did not know that. I never made the connection. Um, Frida, did you know that?
1: I did. I grew up yeah. with both versions of the song.
0: So why did you never tell me that when we did recaps of Espania? I'm kidding. I thought I did. Oh, maybe. Maybe you did. I. There's so much drag race. I can't keep the track. Um, mm-hmm. um I didn't no. know that
3: she used the verse to sign off. That's cool. Like that means that she really they really do like Alaska. Alaska spheres us fun.
0: Yeah, and she was a guest judge uh, season yep. one. One, yep. yes.
3: Oh, I need to catch up with, with Spain. I didn't watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I can't remember anything what happened on any season anymore. All right. So I think this was more of a celebration than a chance challenge. I will watch the shit out of this music video. I really do think the girls slayed. Um, they entered their dare I say video vixen era. Overall thoughts. What did you think of the video?
1: Frida. I thought it was cute. I think they they tried to do like the whole like um, ah. lot, faux live moment like they did on All Stars. Right. Like the whole backstage thing. But there's little details that I clocked like change of outfits and change of wigs um uh, and the choreography was uh was cute but it was repetitive and even then some of the girls couldn't keep up
0: oh we we're gonna talk about that <laughs> uh Devin what did you think of the music video overall
2: uh, it's, I thought thought it was decent the I liked that it was like the first bit was like basically shot in the shadows which is kind of different because normally it's just like bright lights and that's how they do it but Mm-hmm. I, I
0: like the effect of that. So that was definitely different. So it set it apart a little bit better. So yeah, the majority of this was shot in the hallway behind the main stage. Very resourceful. And yes, there is a costume change for who those who didn't notice. They all started in sexy black looks, then transformed with the magic of editing into what they will wear on the main stage for the choreographed portion. Overall, I'm just going to say they were mediocre dance outfits. With Christians being the absolute worst. And I was like, you know what? Finally, the girl has flaws. <laughs> it was I've seen better looks at Drag Wars. That's I one didn't one. like
1: any any of the dance costumes.
0: Yeah, they were not great. Mm. Um, but Gala's ass was out. What a uh,
3: what a surprise. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> um, so when they hit the main stage, they already have the fire effects um going. I was like, that okay, that's like shooting your load a little too early, but what are you gonna have later on? Also, the the dancer boys, very cute. They are wearing harnesses. I don't know who signed off on that, but I approved. Did you notice Lolita doing the choreo from her seat? Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, I did she, notice that.
0: She really wanted to be in there. <laughs> now, before our big surprise where the eliminated queens come out, um Rahina is completely doing the wrong choreo and she knows it and looks over and she's like, fuck.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so do we think they did a second take or is it a one take wonder?
1: I think there was multiple takes because even then there's moments where like where it changes and like she quickly gets. Like, I think there was one part where she thought it was a moment where they turn, but the chorus repeats itself. Mm-hmm. And then she she quickly realized that and went back into the choreography because it re- repeats. And then she does a turn and walks. Yeah.
0: Now, we all love this cast with all of our hearts, but we yeah. can tell which of the eliminated queens can dance and who was there being wacky waving arm moments. Uh, Looking at you, Vermelia, with that fabulous hair, I wonder who made it.
3: I wonder. I
0: wonder. All right. Spill the beans, <laughs> tell us about it.
3: Uh, so she hit me up, um, uh, maybe like six months ago and then she didn't tell me what it was for. She was just like, Oh, I need, she was, she was very specific. She's like, I need this hairstyle that you have already made. Cause I already, I had already made that hairstyle and she's like, I just want it in these colors. So she specifically requested the color palette, um, or the color story. So then I just recreated the hair and that was it. So I sent it off. And she was like, "It's for something top secret." So I was just like, "Oh my gosh, I wonder what that could be." <laughs> but I wasn't for sure. So I, I know it was either for, I knew it was either for um, Drag Race Mexico or I thought it was gonna be for La Más But I didn't mm-hmm. know what she had made it on. So then, when she finally did tell me, or th- when we did find out, when everybody found out that she was on there. Then I was like, oh shit, my hair is gonna be on drag Race." so I was through the roof. I was like super excited. I couldn't wait to see my hair featured on, on a runway episode. But it so happened that she got eliminated before she actually got to wear it. So when she got eliminated, she would have worn my hair um the week after. So ah. she didn't get to wear it like on the runway. So I was like, oh. But at least it was on there. So not everybody could get to say that they did the and I can put it on my resume now
0: there it is. Now, Devin, I know you have uh, similar experiences where people will reach out to you and you'll have no fucking idea what it's for. And you're like, okay, cool. And then a couple months later, you're like, oh, that, oh, cool. Drag Race.
2: (laughs) Yeah. There, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm so unaware and there's so many moving parts in my business now that I, I just don't clue in very easily. And there's times of me- after we like send something off, Mel will be like, that's fully for this. And I'm like, no, it's not. She's like, they literally told it was for this. I'm like, well, I didn't hear it. So
0: <laughs> well, I, my my favorite is um, the Rita Bacca situation where you had no idea she was about to do uh, Canada versus the world. You gave her an entire package.
2: It, it was for well Canada versus the world. And then same thing for Belgium. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I just see these big requests come in. I was like, but that's but that's also how she normally orders from me. So I was like, Fair. all right. Like she's just stocking up while she has a chance to think about it.
0: So <laughs> well hopefully of... moving forward you'll 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 clue in for us. Um no, I'm I'm dumb. I don't clue <laughs> in. <laughs> all right. Um I don't know we're gonna talk about the end of this this, this music video. I don't know if the dancers mess up. The lift or if the queens were not supposed to be in sync or if they just missed their cue but every queen was lifted at a different part why I think, I think the I, cue. it was bad mm-hmm. it was really bad how long do you think they got to rehearse this whole thing
1: probably just one day like yeah. a couple hours and that's it yeah overall
0: very high energy i think it was a brilliant way to end the season um i i'm a huge fan of these kinds of moments so i appreciated it and i'm gonna go watch it back and i think i'm gonna keep watching it back and finding more errors because that seems to be a fun thing to do
3: Mm kind of like what i've been doing just watching it over and over because if you blink you'll miss the hair that i made for her
0: (laughs) yeah yeah well i mean you could definitely see her because like i said she's definitely one with the wacky waving arms she's uh, the
3: worst i think she's the worst dancer i don't know pixie
0: (laughs) the fact that you put her and pixie next to each other knowing neither of them were going to be able to dance bad move bad bad move (laughs) yes all right (laughs) let's talk about our four queens category is my best dragon honor the runway we will play muy bueno or muy mal christian peralta look by Benito santos hair by evelyn carmine okay Now, maybe both you can help me out a little bit here. I don't know if there was like a cut bridal runway or if there's a significance with bridal wear and final moments, Um, but we had a lot of white on the runway. Um, I think it was very pretty, but not as elegant as I had hoped it would be. Between the feather and the tool, it was very blobbish compared to some of the, uh, her very fitted looks this season. I like the hair, just not with this outfit. The mug is flawless as always, such a beautiful paint. For me, it was fine. There's nothing wrong with the look. She looks great, but I anticipated like Eleganza from Christian Peralta for a best drag runway. Let's start with Frida. What did you think about this look?
1: I, you know, I don't. It's not a, a wedding thing. Is not like a whole theme of, of like you know finale for for mm-hmm. at least for my understanding. Um, I'm gonna be very honest with you. I'm I was over underwhelmed with mostly everyone's looks and I do think there was probably an episode that was supposed to be a wedding challenge that mm-hmm. was not used. Um I I don't like the dress. It's it's too simple. It's not when you, you do something with that silhouette, you really have to do something that's tailored in towards the waist because otherwise it makes it look just like a sack of fabric. Yeah. Um but I mean the mug correct. Mm-hmm. Devin,
0: what did you think of the look? remind me which one are we
2: talking about I'm looking at Christian. the Instagram
3: now
1: uh, I, didn't,
2: I didn't hate it like it was like we've seen the we've seen the skirt concept many times before where it's just crinoline and organza layered and stuff so we've, we've seen it like I did like that there was some, like some feathers incorporated into it. it it was cute didn't hate it but not groundbreaking in my mind.
0: Fafi, what did you think?
3: I I really enjoyed her wig. Uh, It's a really beautiful wig. Um, Her face, like you said, um, polished, as always. Um, She looked really polished. Um... I do agree when I saw the second bride come out I was just like what the fuck why is everybody dressed as brides in my mind I created like this um storyline that maybe they told them what song they'd be lip syncing and that's why maybe they wanted to be brides but I don't know okay but interesting to me she, so, she looks really beautiful
0: Liliana says that she looks stunning. She says she can't help think of her wife and thinks It's a wink to her and she's wearing her dress. Valentina says that she dreams of getting married one day and looking that elegant. She loves her shoes, her hairstyle, her makeup, which is pretty female and probably drag. She says she looks spectacular. And Oscar says he really liked her bride performance. He says her wig is spectacular. He says it's a great way to close the night and the runway. I will give her a soft muy bueno. Yeah, I'm going
3: gonna, I'm gonna to give it a bueno. I liked it.
1: What's the other option other than bueno? Muy mal. Muy mal. No, it's not muy mal. It's just mal. Okay. Yeah.
0: Devin, which way are you going? Good or bad?
2: It, it It's a bit better than bad. So, <laughs> so it's it's a it's
0: a soft pass for me. The audience, 86% muy bueno, 14% muy mal. No hina No designers listed literally how rude putting her behind christian knowing she is literally giving bridal couture um i like this look in the sense that it's giving 80s bride getting hitched in vegas like that swoop of the hair is very elvis realness again interesting for her to pick this for best drag for the finale the makeup is pretty but with the 80s of it all i'm getting tammy faye baker in the eyes um at for um, until we get to the song i was like did she and Christian have the same bouquet? Like, I thought they were literally the same bouquet they were holding. Um, Devin, what did you think of Rahina Boche's look? If,
2: if I had to pick between the two wedding dresses, I would actually pick this one because I thought there was just it was just a bit better.
0: I don't We know, a- you're gonna have a fabulous wedding one day, are clearly, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, okay, there's many more hurdles we have to get to before that happens. That's fair, that's fair. uh, fair. I always, I hate seeing a dress with like the mermaid cut where there's the seam right at the knees. There's ways to incorporate that so you hide the seam or don't have a seam there, so I hate that part because it just like, eh, it could be done better. But I I like that there was like the applique and the embroidery, like that was very pretty in the whole thing. I think the shoulder thing could have gotten taken off because it was just like wearing a a dead Muppet on her shoulders kind of thing, in my (laughs) mind. It was... eh, I liked it more than the other dress, so
0: (laughs) that's a win. Fafi, what did you think?
3: I wish that the shoulder part wasn't Muppet's, like, um, accessory (laughs) Accessories. I would have enjoyed it more if it would have been, like, feathers. It would have been, like, more glamour and then I hate that it's see-through the skirt I feel like it instead of giving like elegant it looks kind of like trashy which I love don't get me wrong but she wasn't giving like hot couture. Frida? She looked ghetto I like the other one better I like if I would have to pick I think I would pick um Christian.
1: Um, Frida? I uh now I, I don't like it at all. It's too much going on. And the thing is, she got the critique of it looking very too 80s. And here she goes looking like an 80s bride. Makeup looks great. um, But I still do think that there had have to have been a challenge where there was a wedding. Because even Serena Morena did like a white wedding gown. And honestly, right. I kind of prefer hers better than than the other two.
0: Oh, don't worry. We'll we'll talk about them too. Because oh. we had another one too. Because I think Miss Verartha also had some sort of um, wedding attire um lolita says based on what she knows about her this is a tribute to her mom she says the artistic side of her was inherited from her and she inherited the desire to wear a huge blonde wig she says she's looking at her and loves that her best drag is an homage to her mom she says she looks gorgeous she doesn't know what she did with her makeup but she says she looks wow oscar says he sees her dressed in sugar and reminds her him of gloria trevi on stage he says if she hasn't married she's ready now i'll give it another soft muy bueno very soft Right in the line.
1: I'm giving it. What's the
3: one before the worst one?
0: Bueno, why bueno?
3: Then bueno.
0: Devin, where are you going? It's,
2: eh, it's, it's a, it's a good, decent one for me. Lose the, Obviously. lose the VC, you, you might be happy.
0: Audience didn't they're less happy about this one. Sixty-seven percent muy bueno, thirty three percent muy mal. Matraca, no designers listed. She is staying true to the matraca arc we've seen all season and has a beautifully artistic look that embodies her culture and heritage. I think the blue and gold are innate, even the painted gold is pretty. The hair is a nice blend of modern historic with the blue pom-poms, adding that matraka touch. Again, very pretty, but understated from what we've seen her bring out throughout the season and for a potential crowning look, I wanted more. Fafi, what did you think of Mataka?
3: I really enjoyed that she did um, the her, her skin in a gold color. She looked like a statue. She looked like a Grammy. I love that. <laughs> um, I really love the color palette. I love the way she decorated her hair or the wig that she was wearing. I think it was real good. I think overall, because we got to see two brides and then we see her and she was like totally different. So I love that she was giving us like a breath of fresh air.
1: Frida. Um, I liked the look. I thought, uh, it was very on brand as far as like the notion of like some of the, um, the prints on the dress. Um, but I don't think it was still gave like finale gown. Mm -hmm. Um, but I I still liked it.
2: Devin. Okay, cause so, cause she always had some sort of like, I guess almost like a cultural reference in almost all of her looks. Did she not mm-hmm. through the season? Yeah. yeah. So Absolutely. I guess that's really like, it, maybe that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's her aesthetic. That's what she's for. Maybe she's trying to play the I'm super personal and relatable. This is my culture card through the whole thing, but. Like, I don't hate it. It's just, it's not screaming
0: awesome for me. Lolita says once again, she's showing them a wonderful piece. She says the combination of colors, the effect on her skin is wonderful. She says every time she sees her, she realizes the way she solves things. She says many things go through her head, but she chose the right colors and styles. She says she is a badass, even though she's very young. Oscar says that she is absolutely different from everyone he's met. He says her final look is wonderful and loves it. He says, keep going that way. And Valentina loves the hairstyle calling. It's super kawaii, youthful, and long. She notes the detail in her look with the handmade embroideries and the fabric quality. Again, soft. Muy bueno. Soft, bueno.
3: I thought it was real good, but not like the best, but it was good.
0: Yeah, it was okay audience 79 percent way bueno 21 percent way mom and finally galavado look by avesque accessories by gustavo juera i think there is a high fashion impact with this look she's giving you fire and red i love the hair and i love the jewel piece that blends the hair and face together now the metallic pieces from the front really dynamic but when she walks away I don't know who didn't catch this before she left for the show, but they look like cardboard. They absolutely 100% needed to have the same reflective material or be lined in red. This took me out of it literally the way I screamed in fury. Also the nip slip. I, As someone who watches all the drag race, I just need a universal rule for drag race. Do we want nipples or do we want pasties? Someone tell me because I need consistency. Frida, what did you think I got out of?
1: I love the idea of the look. Like, I really appreciate the headpiece, the silhouette, um, and just how it looks very, you know, innovative and new. But I think it wasn't very practical. The piece uh, in the front and the back had to be, it needed to be secured in a different fashion. It looks like, like the whatever material, like lacing was used, um, just didn't make it practical for, for Galavaro to move. Um and it took away from the regalness of like how it looks like when she just stands and poses.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Devin. Yeah, I was
2: I'm glad you brought up the non reflective backside because that's the first thing I noticed when she turned around. I'm like, could you just not just get two pre pieces and just double side it? Like that it's it's such a minor thing, but I think she just saw the front and that's all mm-hmm. she thought of. She didn't realize they'll see the back too um and you know just you know since we had the ashley madison nip slip earlier this is it's not even a nip slip because the outfit did not cover her nipples behind those pieces so it's it could have been built better and i like the concept i love geometric and sharp stuff like that but it just it could have been just finely tuned a bit other than that i think it was good
3: Lafay. her look gala's look was actually my favorite one out of the four i feel like i would actually wear something like that um she i really loved the headpiece that she was wearing on her hair on her head i wish it would have been hair instead of like jewels
2: or mm-hmm, v- mm-hmm.
3: V- jewels um i hated that you could see her nipples i'm always like I, I'll, I'll, I tend to do shows where I show my boy nipples and I think it's badass. But for some reason, I hated that she we could see her nipples. Like, give me a titty tassel. Give me something. Give me Swarovski's on your nipples. Something. And then I actually didn't catch that the metallic things were a different color from the back. But I heard it on one of her shows on YouTube. I heard that they were talking about that. And I was like, what? I didn't even catch that. So she was making fun of herself saying, yeah, I forgot that I was walking down the runway and that I was going <laughs> to do a turn. I was like, what the fuck? so and, at least she's aware but i really enjoyed the look i really like the look
0: yeah I, I think it's a really dynamic look so i will give it another soft boy bueno but it was just not perfect
3: yeah for me muy bueno my mind is the nipple she should have added a titty tassel and she shouldn't have taken it off when she took it off When she just deconstructed it like what the hell like that easy like i thought it was work <laughs> or like i don't know
1: yeah, I give it a bueno. It has potential.
0: Devin. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was good. Audience, 83%. bueno, 17% My mom. Bueno. It is the time of the show. The last question, bring out the tissues. It's time to give advice to their younger selves. Have any of you who have aspirations on going on this television program thought about this? Have you thought about what would happen if you're in this moment
3: well, everybody would, balls their eyes out. They ball their eyes out and it's just like a really emotional moment. So but I feel like it kinda it kind of repetitive, like they kind of say the same things over and over. Like you can only say so many things, I think, when you get to that, like, you know So I don't know.
1: Freedom. I know I did um, a project, like a little independent film project where they kind of did the same thing for me, uh when they interviewed me and him about my drag career. Um and it does feel like Poppy said like one of those things where, you know, everyone says mostly the same thing. Um, But I would, knowing the childhood, the upbringing that I had, um, I think whatever message I do say, I would say it in Spanish because I didn't know English as a kid.
0: I love that. I love that. Yeah. um, I think if I ever have time again, that would be amazing. If I, um, I might just literally go through all of my notes and just try to figure out what, the keywords that all of the contestants have used over the years um because you're right it's a, for me at least it feels repetitive like when you have 30 different franchises at once and they're all saying the same thing yes it's because it is a universal experience for the queer community we 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 know the struggle we know what happened um i'm not saying get rid of this segment but we got to uh, adjust it somehow and i will say that for those who did watch um the drag race france finale um, they decided to do it live on the main stage in their live taping. So the first queen who got to do it did not know what was happening. So you, this was that was probably the first time you had an authentic answer because she was like, "Oh, you really want me to do this right now?" So future contestants, work on this. Like, go in there with an idea of what you're going to say.
1: You know, let's what go through think? some. Of them. Um, yeah, go ahead. That that I appreciated from the last season of Drag Race uh, España. Um, there was a moment in the workroom uh, where they each received a little present, yes, that was symbolic of something pertaining to their personality, gifted from someone back home, yes. and with a little anecdote with each item, whether it was heartfelt or it was funny. Um, I think if there's a if there's if there's a conversation or like a if that's brought into the mix, it will be more genuine because it's very much more personal and you get to learn a little bit more about who they are outside of drag.
0: Pretty cool. Producer credit. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Christian tells little Christian, you you're going to have a very tough childhood. Not everyone around you will approach you to love you. She says, learn to forgive because life will reward you with the wonderful things. She says, shine always because you are a star. Rahina will tell little Anur. Chorochito, as her dad used to call her, never give up on your dreams. She says you'll go through very difficult things and you won't understand why. It's not your fault. You're a beautiful being. She says a lot of people will want to be around you because you're also a very fun baby. She says I love you, little boy. Mataraka will tell little Mataraka you are a dreamy little boy. and Maybe at some point you won't feel good at home or on the street. Maybe you won't see the light anywhere. But you know what? You've always been the light. You, and you're going to shine amazingly because you're different and it's okay to be different. Angara says to little Jesus, don't you ever stop dreaming. Don't you ever stop loving. She says, some people are going to break your heart. With those broken pieces, you'll build wonderful things. She says, your parents love you more than you can imagine. They are not bad people. They only want what's best for you. She says, one day you'll understand. And she says, I love you a lot and you're stupid and that's okay. Um, I think for me, Matracos was my favorite. Very poetic.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I think that's the one that got Lolita to get most emotional. That bitch is more emotional than I am, and that's saying a lot. (laughs) She cries at everything.
3: She looked funny when she was crying.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, We will get to it. Don't you worry. Um, All right, backstage. They're not going to be greeted by their sissies. Um, Just the final four together one last time. Gata says that no matter who won, Lovato has a V for victory. And I was like, oh, she knows. It's over. They They all know. They're going to discuss the iconic queen that they got to perform for their music video, calling her the queen of Latin pop. And here, once again, Matraca is chugging Sprite. What is with this product placement? Devin, you got to get your your logo all over the workroom next season. Well,
2: it's a possibility if you have a big enough check, you can write for it.
0: Well, go win the lotto and go get that check to World of Wonder.
2: Yeah, that's there's many many zeros on those requests for
3: money.
0: Oh my (laughs) god, that'd be so cool to have a lot of zeros in my bank account. Uh, But I have just one single zero. Anyway, they sang, they danced, they sewed, they designed, they did it all this season. They even gave birth. Now someone will say that someone slept with one of their children. Um. Okay. Did did Rena or not? Do we know if if that was just a joke? I have no idea. My God, could you imagine? That would be wild. This will be a love fest for all the four girls, as they love each other very much. No drama, just Viva Mexico. They celebrate that they represent Mexican drag art, but more importantly, themselves. Reina says first, they love each other. Second, they admire each other deeply. Third, none of them can do what the others do, so they respect each other. And that's it. A crowning is upon thee. We're going to head back to the main stage, but first, let's bring back all the girls all right we're gonna do it again let's go through the looks of our eliminated queen starting with miss vayarta look by Lakana hair uh Lacana hair by Rojalab. there has to be a bridal theme there really had to be i think this is on the better end of what she presented this season but it's still lacking the hair is insanely flat the silhouette is not proportioned right this was not for me Devin. what did you think of miss vayarta Oh, there's a lot happening here. Yeah, there's a lot
2: happening. It's cute, but I guess just mm, it. I, it's it gives me the I had to sew it myself super quick, so I just threw crap on crap on crap, and that's what kind of happened. So, yeah. um, yeah, we we're not we're not winning a pageant here,
0: Buffy, What did you think of Miss there?
3: I like that she kind of, like, stays um, true to her character of her being, like, pink, pink-skinned alien or whatever she's going for. Um, I hear a lot of talks about how she does, she's not doing it right because it doesn't match the body. I mean, to me, it looks fine, uh, that the illusion that she's serving us with the skin but the mm-hmm. outfit i would have worn maybe something more dramatic something something way bigger i don't know something more exaggerated cuz it's a finale
1: Rita? i did not like it um again the flat hair uh i don't mind that she's all pink and i think her makeup is a little better than from when we first saw yes um but on her uh instagram i think she realized it later and she did a um a revamped look which looks a lot better um it doesn't look as you know wild with all the accessories um and i but how she wore it during the finale i I didn't like it
0: yeah it it, it was not my favorite i mean i i no offense to whoever made it um devon you make better jewelry (laughs) this is this look this looked like um help her out when you meet her at Dragon.
3: the outfit looks really busy like the outfit looks super busy it looks like it... spring threw up on it there's all kinds of like flowers just randomly placed everywhere i don't know i don't know how <laughs> that, I, feel about
0: I, it. <laughs> I think you're right uh it's a, a, a mo no, no bueno
3: Mm-mm. yeah <laughs> really bad
0: <laughs> audience did not care for it 37 percent muy bueno 63 percent muy mom vermelia noir look by emmanuel victoria atelier mask by Nadi, n- nails by jewelry nails this is ornate and stunning in gold i think there is a clear referential appreciation in this look as we just we, we heard her talk about in the reunion um i love that she's giving you high art in a way that's not just red and white so she she did branch out a little bit um faffy what did you think of vermelia's final look
3: I enjoyed her skin being gold. Um, who was that other one? That was, uh, Matraka. She was also gold, but I feel like she did it better with her gold yeah. skin. Um, and then the outfit was just insane. Like it looked really well constructed. It looked like a high fashion piece. Um, uh, I wonder how much she um she paid to travel to travel that to fly it out there to wherever they filmed. I bet it was expensive. Um, and then just alone that headpiece, everything. Wow, wow, wow. The headpiece the dress, loved it.
0: Yeah. Uh worst kept secret, Reddit figured out very early. They all filmed in Colombia. So that's where they she would have sent it to. Um
1: Yeah, so um,
3: I imagine that would have been really pricey. Yeah.
0: Frida, what did you think?
1: I love how ornate it is. Um, and definitely was giving a reference to like Thailand. Um and I think she even mentioned uh like the influence and her appreciation for Pangina heels and mm-hmm. among other um draggers Thailand artists. Um, I did think that the gold was better than matracas. However, something about how the lashes look that just made her eyes look droopy. Um, I don't know. I just I would I wish there was a more a, a different element to just really brighten up the face um and give it like a different dimension but otherwise i think it's it it was cute
0: Devin, yeah there's
2: there's, a ton of detail on it but it's not like clutter detail which i like it had like all purpose i I like the the hip pieces that are in there because i was like you've seen it before but not like that so it's Mm -hmm. a bit different um yeah and it's like for first time on the season how much is she in debt after this um right i I can't. (laughs) like i know that's somehow that's not cheap unless you do it yourself and had it laying around beforehand so i will give it a muy
0: bueno
1: i give it a muy muy bueno
0: audience loved it 90% muy bueno 10% my mom next up is pixie pixie look by lalo zavala hair by isaac lira it's not black and white she's borrowing from her daughter with red and white with some gold again high art beautiful i think that back piece is so remarkable she it looks like the sun um i love the hair though i was very worried it was about to topple over because it was not sitting right on her head frida what did you think
1: I love the look, too, um, and I agree with the whole head hair piece. Um, and I love that she didn't go with her signature black and white and just that bold redness and how she incorporated it with her makeup look.
0: Do you think she knew Romelia was going to be on the show? She had to have known. I think so, too. Which is, like, bold that she would do this, but, you know, I still think it's beautiful. Devin, what would you think?
2: Yeah, this is, there's, like, A lot similar to like the last look with like a lot of good strategically placed detail, which I like. Um, the hair now that you pointed out, I was like, that does look like it's kind of going forward, unless it's sculpted
0: that way, I don't know, but it does look kind of like it's lopsided. But I mean, you could tell that her neck is like, hey, like leaned over also because she knows it's a little heavy. Fafi, what did you think?
3: I really enjoyed the hair. It looked really cute. Um, it looked really well, like uh, done. It looked clean. Uh, I had seen her rock this look after she got eliminated because I do follow her on Instagram, so I was mm-hmm. I look at her stories and stuff, so I know that she did perform in this outfit somewhere. Um, so it wasn't my first time seeing it on the show. The look. I guess since she got eliminated, then they'll be wearing the looks when they when they travel on they tour. So that's where mm-hmm. I had seen it. Um, but I mean it looks really good. It looks polished, it's red, that's my favorite color. Um, I love it.
1: Muy, muy bueno. bueno for me. hmm
0: Muy bueno for me too. Audience 97%, muy bueno, three percent, muy mom. Serena Morena, uh, look by BJ Batista Barba. gloves by Leon Excesorios. It's not a coincidence that she's in white, too. I love this, and I hate it. I think the main silhouette is beautiful. I love the bustle. I like the single double strap. The tool, I think, was ill-placed and made it very much think it was a train that was not a complete aperture thought. I think the stunning mug, beautiful hair. Um, is really interesting because she has the tools, but she didn't execute them perfectly this season, so I would love in the future to see her get a redo. Um, But I kind of do... Uh, if we're talking about the wedding dresses of this runway. This is, I think, my favorite of the, I guess, technically four. Devin, what did you think of Serena?
2: Yeah, like the, the tool throws me off a little bit. It just it looks, it's not incorporated into the look. It's kind of an add-on to me. But the rest I like because it's just different. It's it's clean, simple, but it still like has some cool details to it. Buffy?
3: Looking back at everything that she wore in the season, I feel like this is the best that she's looked. Um, when the season was airing, I didn't really care much about her. Um, they would say that she was like the narr- the narrator of the season. I guess she has like a voice for radio or something like that. <laughs> but as far as her drag, I'm not trying to be a bitch, but I'm not interested.
0: <laughs> That's fair. I, I, I understand that. I definitely get that, Frida.
1: Um, I of the wedding dress, I do think it's better. But also, I think, um, sometimes certain fabrics, uh, you don't see the details because of the lighting. And mm-hmm. um, when I looked at the piece on her Instagram, I didn't realize that there's all this like pleating that goes over the bust that was totally oh, on the on the camera, uh, and that gives it a different dimension. Um, but I don't know if I if we needed all that tool. For this look, I think I would have liked it without the tool, uh, and I'm not sure if she's corseted in in the finale. Um, but I think I just want more of that silhouette, that hourglass silhouette. Um, and I liked the hair, but I think the makeup was a little too bold for this look. Outfit, yeah,
0: that's fair. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a soft moy bueno.
3: A soft
0: and- bueno too. Yeah, I Bueno. Audience,
3: 59% Muy Bueno, 41%
0: mom Mal. Enemies, um, no designers listed. She said, I will take my paycheck, pulled out whatever was closest to her hand. Uh, this is not her best drag because we have seen her slaughter the runway earlier this season. This is a dance look that happened to be in her luggage. I do love the space buns, the tutu no what what why i, I frida help me out what what's she do what's going on
1: i maybe maybe she was just feeling some kind of way but this is something <laughs> like you do for the gig like you're like oh i have a booking let me wear this cute look um but it wasn't giving finale to me
0: yeah i she was like i want to save my finale just for when you call me back for an, a verse the world or all stars right Devin, what did you think
2: yeah, like it's cute as as a look, it looks cute because it's just like, hey, show off the legs, add some, show some skin, add some feathers, why not? But it's not really giving me like finale, final episode. Right. It's, but it's a good look, but not
3: for
0: this. Faffy.
3: Yeah, I was, I was sitting here thinking right now as we were talking, I was saying, did she not pack a finale look or did she lose uh, her luggage? <laughs> because that's definitely not a look that I would wear for a finale. Um, but I love her legs. She looks hot as mm-hmm. fuck.
0: I almost wonder, like, did she save or did she use a different look to, um earlier in the season? I don't know. That's the fun thing about Drag Race is like always trying to figure out who's moved things yeah. around, who used different looks for what. Uh, but this is not cutting up for me. Muy mal. Yeah. Muy mal. Muy, muy,
3: muy mal. mal.
0: Audience, 27% muy bueno. 73% muy mom. Magrevia, look by House de Ville. I know the proportions could be altered, but I kind of love this. The colors are brilliant. The sleeves are, and, and bustle are great. It's giving renaissance fare, but make it cute. Um, the hand hat moment was fun. And she's giving graphic uh, face because she said fuck you to Oscar Madrazo um nevin what did you think of Margarita? there's there is a lot going on
2: so but like i think it was like filtered down a tiny bit i would like liked it more it's just like it's it's a lot but mm-hmm. it's like i can see that it is very cohesive either way so coffee yeah it's all
3: right I'm actually a fan of her. I, I always enjoy watching her perform. I I really do like Margaret. Um, I don't know what was up with her fashion choices this season. Like, I feel like she was always wearing a lot of, like, drapey stuff or mm-hmm. kind of, like, stuff that wasn't really... It was just kind of, like, all over the place. Um, I don't really like the color palette either. The only thing that I actually enjoyed about this look was the makeup. And how she, like you said, she said a big fuck you to um like Madraso and a uh, different makeup. So I, I just like the makeup,
1: Frida. I actually really liked it. I liked the whole, I I personally <sighs> did like the color choices and the details. Um, and the fact that she did also had to go with this really graphic makeup that's really her of like. You see one side where she's known for her doing that thick eyeliner, but then she did the other side. She's like, oh, I'll give you different, like, the juxtaposition of everything. I I actually really appreciate it. Um, So I give it a muy bueno.
0: Me too. Muy bueno for me.
3: I give it a soft bueno. I'll just pass.
0: (laughs) Audience 86% muy bueno, 14% muy mal, and
3: finally
0: Lady Cato. It feels like she's attending someone's funeral, but I love it. The crosses are very much aligned to the religious motif she brings in her drag. I think the silhouette is very her, but much, much more streamlined. I do like the mug. The hair works for me. I, I don't I'm not mad at this. I, I like it. Frida, what do you think?
1: For sorry, for which one? Lady Kato. I didn't like it. I not right, tell us why. Um I um <clears throat> I feel like I've seen this before, like maybe sold. On I don't yeah. know on chain or something. I think if you're gonna do something like this with the crosses and the religious motif, go big. Be very very over the top with it because if especially if you have your hair slick back like, like that, like I wanted more on there.
0: That's valid, Devin.
2: Overall, like I think it's good. I like maybe it's just the picture I'm seeing, but like I think the fit of the. The, the dress part could have been like a little better around the the waist, but other than that, like I, it's not bad. I think it's, there's a lot of good detail to it, and it's not too much.
3: Buffy, I feel like it's kind of well. I don't want to say pedestrian because you wouldn't be walking out. Well, I would. Maybe, well, you don't see a whole lot of people walking around with a bunch of crosses on their outfits. But oh, I feel like it's not really finale. I feel like she looks kind of like she'd be performing at a club somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. It's nothing That's special. Fair.
0: I'm going to go soft boy bueno.
3: Soft bueno as well.
1: Mm, no bueno, I'm good. It's good the That's
3: audience. Fine
0: the audience 74% more well 26% more well it's time to find out what Valentina and Alicia have decided a worthy cast means yet another non-elimination four queens will stand before them for lip sync for the crown do you wish it was cut down to two and if so who would get the final chop Frida I want to start with you on that question
1: well I don't I wanted to see a four way lip sync. Okay. I really okay. Did because I think um I I was curious to see how each person would interpret this song because I love this song. I performed the song, but the thing is it has such a long instrumental outro that if you are not secure with yourself as as a performer and, and emoting and using body language, then uh you you're a fish out of water.
0: Yeah. Fafi, what about you? Did you want to cut or were you fine with four?
3: Um, I mean, I think I would have enjoyed having a lip sync with the the top two only because I would have wanted to know who would have been out of the equation. I think that I think that Gala would have been out of the equation and I think that Rekina would have been out of the equation and I would have gotten maybe a think from Matraca and um, Christian.
0: I think I would sign off on that. I think that's what the decision would have been. Uh-huh. Devin, you, you watch a lot of Drag Race too. What, what are your feelings? Do you think this was a cop out or do you think this was okay for this cast?
2: i don't know I don't, like i didn't hate it but there was like four there i guess once you've seen the performance they were all doing so much that yeah. it was a lot <laughs> on stage
0: yeah so, i will say i'm i'm just glad that we didn't do i think what was what Drag Race season of 14, 13, I don't know numbers anymore, where they did the um, the, before the finale when you had like Rosé and Simone and everyone and they did single solo lip syncs and they montaged it together. Glad that's not what it was because I was very worried when they said no one was getting cut, that's what they were going to do. Because this way, you can see everybody perform together and see how they interact or not interact. The song is El Mi Minito uh, by Amanda Miguel. Frida, you, you you are familiar with this track?
1: Yes, and me I mean Tío. yeah. So, which translates to "He lied to me." Uh, it's, such an, it's, an, it's such an iconic, classic song, and I actually, uh, when I used to host at Icon, um, I would balance like the numbers that I would do between things that were more mainstream and like uh, familiar with American culture, but every now and then I would also. A little moment where you learn about you know about my culture and uh after my divorce was finalized i perf- i performed that song as like a cathartic thing to get mm-hmm. off my chest
0: did you expect this to be the song for the first finale
1: no because it's risky it's uh to that song has such a long outro like i said yeah and so um I think it released it really a part who who is a consummate professional and can do yeah. just do whatever it needs to be done.
0: For me it was interesting because like I, as the season was going along, I was like oh, who who's gonna be the big diva that they're gonna save for the end? And like you, you started knocking out the names early like with Selena and then it's like who's going to be and then obviously now um, uh, Talia was part of the the lip sync I was like who is it going to be I think this was a really fitting song for this specific cast yeah if you were obviously now we're making you a producer here uh, if you had to pick a song for a finale next season what do you want a song for
1: finale next season ooh I mean, I would do probably, I would want to create some controversy and I would want it to be done to something by Juan Gabriel. Because it's a male voice. And sometimes some people don't like the fact that, that, you know, a female presenting drag artist does a male song, but he is a queer icon and, and a pillar of Mexican music that I think, um, it would be great to do uh, a finale to one of his songs,
0: all right. All right, Fafi, what did you think of the finale song choice?
3: I loved it, and I thought it was dramatic, so it gave me everything that I needed. Um, when I, so I was expecting to watch like a lot of drama, but then Cristian took it somewhere else where, when she was I was like, why is she taking off her wig? And then I saw another wig come out underneath. And then she started off her hair. And then she mirrored her lipstick off. Like that'd be, yeah. So she won at a point. Right there.
0: Let's go through this lip sync. Uh, for the most part, each queen stood in their lane, did their thing. There was so much emotion and passion and heart on the stage. Uh, but I truly think the decision was made weeks ago. And this was just a chance to let the final four have one final moment together. Rohina gave acting beats, when Taraka gave art, Christian gave emotion, Gara gave model. When the song picked up, the stage did burn up. We will see some costume parts being removed from our wedding gowns, as Rohina and Christian will then swap spots. Now, you may be asking, why would they do that? Well, I think Christian is a very, very smart performer because she wanted to be center stage for that wig removal to the wig cap. Is that it? No, girl, bitch, she was prepared with another wig. Um, that was probably a nice, beautiful human hair unit, right? Or was it synthetic?
1: It was human. It looked human. I think it was human too.
0: And then Lolita will have full ass trauma from her iconic Drag Race France lip-sync, as Christian is about to cut her hair on stage. For those who may not remember, Lolita buzzed her hair in one of the most dramatic lip-syncs in the franchise, Herstory. Um, I remember talking to dear friend of the pod, Nikki Doll, about it, and she said, you don't get the experience that they did when you actually heard the buzzer in the uh, from the judges panel. Also, as you can see in my photo, Peep Matraka next to her being like, what is this lady doing? I don't understand go- what's going on right now. Rohina's going to destroy her bouquet. This was pure telenovela up in here. What did y'all think of this lip sync? Did it give you life, Devin?
2: Given that I know next to basically no Spanish, I didn't know what the song was at all, but oh, like they they were really getting into it so like it was a good entertainment side of things even though there was so much
0: going on on stage now i will say uh for those like me who use the english uh, captions they never for this season ever translated it espanya does this one they didn't so i I, again didn't know what the lyrics translated to um fafi what did you think of the overall performance
3: I loved it. Like I said, I was living for Christian. Um, it really did set them apart. Uh, and you know, like who's who's more of a seasoned performer who's been doing it for longer. She obviously, we know why she won. Hmm.
0: Frida, I'm gonna ask you bluntly here. Would you be Christian in the song?
1: Um, I think we be, we would be par and par to be honest with you. Okay. I I, I honestly I'm uh, because I love the song I know the song and listen I would I would pull out the stops for something I will say though um uh the haircut moment and Lolita being triggered to me my favorite lip sync in Drag Race history it has been that one with Lolita so good it's so so good I remember getting emotional watching it and I don't even know what French like French words like like that like I just know that for me, Lolita during that season, uh, you know, was put through the ringer, and mm-hmm. it was a little trigger for me because I'm like sometimes, as someone who doesn't belong in a certain country, you feel like you're always having to prove yourself worthy of of holding space, and I and I felt that through their performance, and uh, and just to me, it's one of the most impactful lip syncs I've ever seen.
0: I agree. Oh, I fully, fully agree. Alright, the time has come to crown the first tracker Superstar of Mexico. But first, OPIT oh, crew. The t- crown and Scepter are here. Devin, that fucking thing is huge. It's it's okay. It's it's okay. Average. Fuck you. It's huge. <laughs>
2: In from <laughs> you're given that I don't have like all the Canadian ones and that one side by side. It's honestly it's
0: about the same size as the Canadian ones that I do. Okay. So maybe they had a very small pillow. (laughs) But even on her head it looked really big. Um so what else can you tell us about the inspiration of this look? What what were your thoughts when you were finalizing it?
2: Honestly, I was just without like I guess when I when I chat with with them, the biggest thing I always want to incorporate is kind of what their vision is, and want it to all come together. And I just wanted it to have the like the Mexican type of elements. So that's why I, like I googled all the images and try to be like, well, what's very common that I'm seeing? And like the the green leafy patterns was very common for mm-hmm. me. So I was like, well, let's put that in there. And then like the red red parts as well. So. I was that was the gist that I was trying to go with, but then also still make it like pageanty, but not like a typical like Miss America type pageant. Mm-hmm. Um So I was trying to make them very different, but that's kind of the, the gist behind all of it. And yeah, like I, I like how it turned out it was very definitely
0: Mexico, Mexico, for sure. Frida, what would you think of it?
1: I loved it. I uh I don't know if he purposely did this, but it kind of looked like nopales. Uh, nopales is uh how do you say nopales in, in English? Um cactus. Like cactus. Yeah, like cactus. <laughs> and I think it kind of gave that motif of it looking like cactus, and the red part looked like um tunas uh which are like little cactus fruits. I don't know if that was your intention, but I, that's what I I was like oh my god it looks that that's what I thought of when 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 I saw the crown.
2: Yeah, Puffy, well, like all think? the green leafy patterns, I got. I think I initially got that off of the flag, like with the emblem. I think that's where oh, I got yeah. that from. But um, it was still a very common like shape and mm-hmm. thing that I saw in all the imaging that I was referencing.
1: Yeah, and the the flag has that uh, underneath the eagle. It's a uh, cactus. That the yeah. that green leafy uh, part yeah. that you, that you see. Yeah. I love yeah.
0: that. Mm-hmm. Um, how long did it take to make? Uh, I didn't really. I don't know. It,
2: depending on what I'm doing, like there's times where it just like all comes together and I can fire it off in like like the design itself in an hour or two. But then there's times where I'm like I'm staring at it for days trying to make it like compute. So I honestly don't remember. And without giving away too much, I had more than one crown happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was very mentally draining when I exactly. when I was assembling that one. So, but it was... Yeah, I, I'm happy with how it
0: turned out, for sure. Well, it's time to reveal who officially gets to wear it forever and ever and ever. The winner of Dragos Mexico is Christian Peralta. All right, Vafi, do you agree?
3: Yes, 100%. Ever since she walked in on the first episode, we kind of low-key already knew that she was going to win when she did the... Her first runway, the first reveal, like yeah, one hundred percent. I'm a huge fan.
0: I agree. I think it was definitely hers to lose, and um, the edit really made us fall in love with her. And I, 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 I'll say what I was gonna say for the end. Frida, right winner?
1: A thousand percent.
0: Demen, yeah, are you happy? I
1: mean, definitely, yeah. That was my pick for for the win from the get go. Um, And also they're from Jalisco, just like me. So I'm just like a thousand percent.
0: I love that. Devin, you happy with the winner?
2: Yeah, well, basically just off the the lip sync. I think that was
0: a definitely a good option. So, Agreed. Well, I have some burning questions to wrap this podcast. Are all y'all ready? Yes. I'll ask it. You don't have to give me, like, exact placement or anything, but where does Christian Peralta rank amongst winners internationally?
1: I think she's up there. I would put her, like, to the to the uh, level of, like, Carmen Farah. And, like, that's that's what I think.
0: For me, she is up there with Carmen Farah envy peru yeah Put the three of them on a global all-star cast and mm. um oh boy oh boy
1: you'll have a hard dynamite being a winner
0: dynamite uh fafi what about you Where, how do you think she ranks
1: yeah
3: i agree she's she has um she, what is the word i rupa would call them like a, a three triple threat i think she's mm-hmm. like a more like a quadruple threat <laughs> <laughs> only because she's real seasoned and she knows what she's doing um so yeah i could definitely see her competing in a in an all-star of the world
0: i can't wait i can't wait Devin, do you think she's a high-ranking winner i don't know like comparing winners is
2: so hard because it they... is so
0: hard but I, did i do it the other day <laughs> did i made Put i haven't combined us and the world quite yet um, that's going to be the most difficult task, but you're right. It's hard to combine them and compare. Like, they're all so different, and
2: there's all the variables of like who they competed against, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, I, I don't. Know, I could never really rank winners. That's fair. Like, that's honestly, fair. the favorites, but it's.
0: I guess I don't know. I couldn't. I'm going to ask another hard <laughs> question. Give me the first three names who will get a phone call to be invited back for an All-Stars Reverse the World season. Fafi, I'll start with you.
3: For Drag Race Mexico?
0: Drag Race Mexico or a Versus the World
3: for season? For Drag Race Mexico. Uh, I mean, just picking, like, Mexican girls, I'd probably go with, well, for sure, Cristian Peralta. Uh, I would probably go with Regina Boche and maybe Matraca, just from this season. I think they were the fiercest ones.
1: Frida? I would say um, Matraca, Argenis, and uh, Controversial, but I think Lolita Banana. Okay,
0: okay, okay, interesting. (laughs) Interesting. I kind of
1: want to be in Mexico. Ooh.
0: Uh yeah. Listen, I've have I have a um, Lolita wish to be on um uh drag race uh, vs. the world. I have that cast ready to go. So that would be that would be perfect for her. She can be the Pinjana heels of that cast. There you go. Devin, do you have three names you want to see back?
2: I I really think there's only one name on this list and it's Jujube <laughs> <laughs> very funny very funny
0: uh for me I, I have to go with the other the the runner-up i have to go with gala matraka and regina like they are superstars put them in the right cast they, they could p- win it this was such a strong final four and this is this final four we're going to talk about for a very 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 long time so congratulations drag race mexico uh you did it and uh, you'll definitely be coming back for another season because this is by far one of the best of the year, best franchises. I'm putting it down right now. All right. Where yep. can we find you all on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Let's start with Frida.
1: Uh, you can find me on any social media platform under Fridaculo. That's spelled F-R-E-E-D-A-K-U-L-O. Um and as far as gigs, you'll see me every weekend at um, Queen hosting for brunch Saturdays and Sundays, DJing on Saturday nights, and keep your eyes out because I will also be starting a new weekly show in Chelsea at a new venue. Um, so details will be coming soon.
0: Exciting, Fafi.
3: I'm my. I'm on Instagram. I'm on YouTube, Facebook as Fafi Monet. I. I'm creating uh, crazy hairstyles just out of my mind and collaborating with different artists. There's actually a lot of things coming up for me. Um, I can't really say a lot, but once it comes out, then I'll be able to talk about it. Amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, just keep your eyes on lock.
0: Devin, where can we find you? Ah. Uh amped
2: accessories on instagram and because i'm canadian we don't have venmo because we're not privileged like that um and so you could catch me on drag race germany drag race brazil
0: (laughs) and other stuff maybe in the future give them a follow and you'll see other fabulous things coming down the line i mean let's let's be real there are a lot of drag race girls who wear your stuff all the time on the show so it's it's gonna happen i mean i think there was an entire episode of um all stars eight where half the cast wore your shit um yeah it's it's happened a few times yeah sucks to be you doesn't it (laughs) all right thank you all for being here this was so much fun chatting about the finale of drag race mexico I had a great time
3: Thank you for having me and you guys are amazing.